0: Yo, this is Tommy, and you're listening to The Unaccepted Podcast. Welcome to The Unaccepted Podcast, a podcast for anime fans and car enthusiasts. I am your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And today we've got a nice... A big schedule of topics and some nice updates, actually, I'm pretty excited for to talk about.
1: Pretty good, pretty good, honestly. It's going to be really interesting.
0: Yeah, but uh, let's get into our first topic because we don't have time to waste, Manny.
1: (laughs) Well, lots of time is going to be wasted now because (laughs) lots of weebs are crying. Why is that? Uh, So for the second time and now permanently, it looks like Kiss anime is gone.
0: So permanently now? Yes. Okay, because I always, you know, throughout the years, they always get kind of shut down, and they change from .com to .me to .this. Yes. (laughs) So
1: KISS anime and KISS manga are officially permanently closed down. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm just like...
0: You're just wiping your tears with your uh, $1 bills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my
1: $20 bills.
0: $1. Don't, don't front, Manny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I got to flex on these.
0: All right, all right. So did this come from a legal lawsuit?
1: I mean, it's always been an illegal issue with piracy, especially. I mean, piracy is always a big issue when it comes to streaming networks and copyrighted works. Yeah. And with this situation in particular... I mean these people are I mean all these anime fans they're going to be crying and stuff but what they don't understand is that this is how actually we actually get our second seasons how we actually get her film adaptations how sometimes we get her new series or OVAs or like I don't know if you can get what I'm saying
0: yeah well this is how you support the uh you support the hobby you support the community in order for them to actually make money cuz they get um, money and reports for downloads and views and the advertisements all that kind of stuff right yes on
1: official networks yes and with these streaming sites they can't get numbers off that honestly because it's free and it's pirated yeah i mean they're gonna and most of them i've i've seen many times where they're always complaining about like their favorite animes never get a second season and i'm like i wonder why
0: yes although I mean one good thing that is going to be missed about kiss anime is like that's kind of where a lot of the fan sub started. And fan
1: sub fan sub in general actually started the movement to bring anime to the US.
0: Yes, but I mean even still now sometimes there's like some weird anime somebody will recommend to me and I can't find it anywhere but kiss anime or something like that.
1: And the thing about that too is the well the reason why is because there's lots of really good animes And the reason why they're not like on official networks like Crunchyroll and all the other stuff is because sometimes they don't even know who they're licensed to or who actually owns the rights to those animes.
0: They, as in uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation.
1: Or someone else that wants to get the rights to stream it, to uh, do like. Shit, I'm losing the word right now. But basically, just like get the rights so they can actually do work with it, like publish it. Uh, yeah, like remaster, promote
0: it, promote it,
1: stream yeah, all it, all that stuff. Yeah. And there's lots of animes that are just like in the dark. That at yeah. this point, no one knows who actually owns the rights. So because can... I'm
0: sure they have to pay royalties to that yeah. kind of stuff, right?
1: And so like a lot of the a lot of the good anime studios they went out of business, so they're non-existent. So who actually owns the rights? And if no one owns the rights, how can you actually license the rights?
0: That's actually a really interesting topic. I'm I'm not sure how that works because yeah. I mean it's just, like with music usually there's inheritance to the rights from the artist right you know they die somebody in their family inherits the rights and gets royalties off of it yeah but with uh, a studio production of an anime a tv show or what have you who kind of keeps that if the studio goes under
1: exactly um i mean there's lots of really good animes and lots of people want them over here in the u.s to get subbed get translated dubbed as well and stuff but it's hard because who actually owns the rights we don't know and so those animes are always kept in the dark. Yeah, and with this whole situation now, uh, Japan will revise their copyright law for January 2021.
0: Okay, and what's the uh, the main revision? I guess that affects this.
1: So you can actually now face legal charges for downloading illegal uploaded or pirated manga magazines. And academic works, such as anime films, all the yada yada stuff and everything. Now,
0: legal verbiage, you use download, So, this applies to streaming as well, though.
1: Like, illegal downloading that doesn't give credit to the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Providing or pasting hyperlinks, uh, links to pirated media. Okay. And also operating leech sites and apps. So, like, torrenting, I'm guessing. Yeah,
0: torrenting, um, P2P... Mm Mm-hmm. Anything that basically uh, does uh, what is that?
1: Yeah, uploads and distributes uh, illegal and pirated media.
0: Okay, yeah. So any file sharing,
1: pretty much. Uh, so it looks like there's. They also said like who won't like face legal charges? Like if you're downloading just a few frames of a manga of like a several dozen pages and posting photographs where the manga is not the focus of the photo, then you're okay.
0: Oof, so legal interpretations?
1: Yeah, uh, downloading derivative works such as dojin or fan fiction, because uh-huh. that's that's just fan work. It's not really official work that can get you in trouble. Honestly.
0: So, like, if they have a uh, parody, yes, like parody manga or dojins and yes. things like that.
1: I mean, the U.S. is always about like parody. Uh, well, the U.S. is always about going after parody work, especially yeah. if it's not getting licensed to it in japan from what i've been seeing they don't care especially since comic kit like the the big famous convention where they sell dojins books artwork and stuff uh that they host over there Uh, a lot of those stuff is actually just fan fiction dojins and stuff too and they it would be considered illegal but they allow it because it's free advertising for the company
0: yeah i could see that it's free
1: promotion so they don't care actually Whereas here I remember I remember reading an article or seen an article about like how cosplay can be actually be targeted against for copyright usage now in the US supposedly. Cosplay. Yeah, cosplay. Really? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. It was a few years back. Um I'll probably have to look it up honestly just to re- get in touch with it again honestly. But again, it it's free play over there because it's free advertisement, free publication for the main companies. Yeah. Hey, oh there's a character, there's a cosplayer. I wonder what anime is. So they're going to go look it up on the anime. And next thing you know, the company is actually getting promoted because now someone actually found their anime. The Dojin works, the fan art fiction and everything. True. They're yeah. going to want to know where the main a, source is, basically.
0: Makes it that much more um, advertisement, promotion, that much more desirable for people to go actually find out what it is. Yes. So that if they have a good fan base, it helps them compete.
1: It definitely does. And of course, exception stating the universal copyright law and the fair use. Is what won't get you in trouble either. Okay. Uh, there are penalties for repeat offenders for the illegal downloads. Up to two years in jail or a maximum fine of 2 million yen, which in U.S. dollars would be 18,000 or both, basically. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for if you're using leech sites like torrent sites, uh, you could face up to five years or a maximum fine of 5 million yen which translates to 45,000 U.S. dollars.
0: All right. So, yeah, they're coming after them pretty hard.
1: Yes. So, we'll just have to see how the situation is. I mean, in reality, like we said earlier, uh, with Crunchyroll, Funimation, which I don't care about, (laughs) these are the sites that actually give us the chance to actually watch anime to the West. And that's how the companies, like the anime studios, actually get their credit to actually get their more funding for more projects more seasons more series and there's lots of like there's lots of manga out there lots of good manga series and stuff but not all the time they can get picked for anime adaptations yeah and so with this funding and everything it helps them because they can actually find new works to animate
0: so hopefully it has a a nice fine line between the two because we kind of have that line where there's a lot of stuff we might not ever get to know about because it's going to have to get filtered through, in a sense, almost a gatekeeper before we ever get a chance to it, right? Yes. So it's good because it kind of forces people into the correct way to support the community and continue getting our stuff out here. But at the same time, we are going to have a major gatekeeper to what we're actually able to get out here and see.
1: I mean, the the biggest issue I see right now is that people word is that they, oh, they have to use Crunchyroll. We have to pay. It's like, no, you can make it a free account. You just have to deal with ads. That's the only thing you have to do when you watch your episodes. True, true. Which I don't see a big deal. I mean, but if you want to spend the extra bucks a month, honestly, to me, it's worth it. It almost makes you also want to look at uh the
0: other services. Because isn't there like a couple more? Um, Verb, I think it is. Verb,
1: but I think they went out because I guess Funimation... Uh, it had to do with Funimation, Verve, and Crunchyroll, but I guess there was a fallout from what I remember.
0: Oh, so that's done now.
1: Don't quote me, but I think it is done.
0: Oh wow, okay. Um, There's from, another one I've been like I always get a uh, you know advertisements on social media and stuff. Yeah. There's another one I keep seeing, and I drawn a blank on the name right now. But it's like a its main logo color is like blue. And they're offering like 30-day free trials.
1: I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name either.
0: Okay. I might have to look into that one too and see if maybe... Because you know how um, they kind of fight over the licenses on who's going to be able to stream what? Yes. This way I can kind of find out if that one shares licenses as the same as Crunchyroll or the same as Funimation, or is it going to have some anime unique to mm-hmm. that one itself? Yes. You know? uh,
1: we also got Hulu and Netflix. They also stream anime too.
0: Yeah, I use I use Hulu for a couple of them. Hulu,
1: um, I use Netflix and Crunchyroll. Netflix really does have a good selection, though. Yeah, I, I've always been impressed.
0: They're just always behind on the seasons. They are. Yeah. So it's like you know, you unless might have it becomes season... like a Netflix
1: original where they actually make it their own.
0: Yeah, yeah. Other than that, like you'll have a season out for almost a year and they won't put it on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're pretty laggy on that, but yeah, I guess we got to kind of start keeping an eye out and make sure we got access to whatever we want to watch now
1: yeah i mean i still say it's worth spending the extra few dollars honestly a month yeah absolutely. good quality animation high definition and no ads honestly i mean if you want you can deal with the ads yourself it's up to you honestly but i'd prefer no ads so i'll pay the extra same hard pass on the ads (laughs) but yeah that's pretty much it i think i don't know if you oh there was another manga app that got targeted, too. Well, which one's this? Manga Rock. Don't know it. Uh, it's an app on like the App Store. Uh, I guess a lot of people actually liked using that manga app as well, and I guess it targeted. It got targeted during this whole situation. Oh, man. So a lot of people were <laughs> devastated on that part, too. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's been a while for me since I've read manga, so I don't know how yeah, that feels it, anymore.
0: It's hard to find the time now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot. Alright.
1: But I will agree there's gonna be a lot of those like older animes or like hidden gems that just might get lost. That now. might get lost that we might not find be able to find somewhere online to watch.
0: That's unfortunate.
1: Like uh Rooney Kenshin, the OVAs. I there's one site that I could only find it on. And better than just the just uh, just the standard anime series, this OVA to me was better than the uh, the anime series. It was that uh anime's music video I showed you that had the ring my ringtone.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it would have been a benefit to be downloading them because I think Kiss Anime had an option for downloading them. Did they not?
1: It, I don't I never used Kiss Anime. I
0: think it did. I used to use it a long long time ago. I used
1: a different site and that was the only site I could find it on. I don't remember if Kiss Anime had it.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully uh there's some other outlet or some other way we can. they'll figure out where we can legally get some of those that might disappear.
1: Yes, definitely. Honestly, um, I definitely want to see if I can get my... I, I actually want to see if I can get my chance to get my hands on that OVA for Rooney Kenshin, get a digi- uh, an actual physical copy of it. All right. Just so it doesn't get lost. Because <laughs> Rooney Kenshin is where it started off for me on Anime 2 as well.
0: Yeah, so you gotta find it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta find it. You'll just start uh hitting all the DVD areas at the cons, and <laughs> maybe hey, you'll get lucky. Knows?
1: I mean, if, that's if we can get cons back in the, back on track. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm trying to avoid COVID news, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I saw on the board you wrote up uh, the Aussie Karen update.
1: Ah, yes. Yes, so uh,
0: what is it there, mate?
1: So, yeah, so lots of anime titles, or anime, no, not anime series, I mean manga series, uh, they are now, have been refused classification, the Australia.
0: So, it's a, this is official now. It's not just a complaint and getting pulled down off of a company shelves. This is now government regulation passed.
1: Yes, so books and works, if they want to be sold in Australia, they have to go through... An agency that does classifications. Yes, and if um, they since they were refused, so that means they can't be sold.
0: Yeah. So quick, uh, I guess reminder to backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an update on the uh story about the Karen in Australia who was uh who found her son with a doji. <laughs> I don't even know. It wasn't. Oh a no, doujin. it wasn't. It was like Sword Art online or something, right? It was a manga book yeah, or a light was, novel. One of those. Yeah, it wasn't anything like. Bad, bad. Yeah. And uh, I guess she just went on a full rager and started getting it banned and just writing letters to Amazon and other online publishers and distributors and getting them pulled from the stores.
1: In Australia, and now it's looking like it's causing traction throughout the world, too.
0: Yeah, so it's starting a little uh, Karen's Unite movement. <laughs> and so it seems like now she actually has not just uh, you know private companies on their own pulling them down. She actually got some legislation passed in Australia.
1: Well, it's not really just legislation, just that she just made sure that they couldn't get their classifications renewed to be sold and stuff. So they refused classification, which uh, did not allow them to be in compliance to be sold in in Australia. Okay. So some of these titles are No Game, No Life, Arrow Manga <laughs> Sensei, Sword, on, uh, Sword Online. You mean like the children's titles? Yes. <laughs> Goblin Slayer, Inside Mari, Parallel Parallel Paradise, and Dragonar Academy.
0: Okay. I mean, the only one that I know of for sure that was actually probably more of an adult manga would be uh, Goblin Slayer. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they seemed like, you know, PG-13 and up, basically? or PG-13? Yeah,
1: yeah so... I, I don't know. I mean, like if she, if the kid had the book, I mean, who bought it for her? I mean, it bought it for him, honestly.
0: It doesn't even matter though if it was a, if it was like one of those it's like PG-13 stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh I, th- I think they did say that there was a movie that was allowed because they actually gave it a rating M for mature. Okay. So that did allow it uh, allow it. I don't remember why. So
0: maybe these mangas will just have to start having their own stamped rating on it before they can start selling again. They already do. So why was it denied? If like the movie is allowed to pass through because of a rated M stamp. just because on it was it. in
1: the hands of her child,
0: yeah, but you have to have like a legal justification I know, I know. to hold up their license, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they just have to go through a, cl- a classification process where they have to pay a fee for it to be reviewed by a board, and
0: I they're going to give it their own, yes, uh, basically age appropriation
1: stamp. Yes, but it was just flat out just refused. Okay yeah
0: well that's fun <laughs> i know
1: but it looks like it might cause traction throughout the world so we'll have to see how this affects now throughout the how it's going to affect uh th- everywhere else now
0: that'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. it's a fairly big market it really is actually. it's a fairly big market so it's 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 very hard to stop that business from happening you know mm-hmm. but weirder things have happened it is
1: 2020 it is 2020
0: honestly <laughs> All right, well, that was a crappy little update. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do my duty. <laughs> All righty, so we got a big update on Dodge, correct? Yes. Or Ram, no? Right, correct.
0: Ram, Ram. So uh, they have uh, responded, finally, to the Raptor with the... Dodge
1: Ram T-Rex. Yes, TRX. Or the, or the Rebel uh, TRX, right? TRX, yeah. Yeah, they've been teasing this shit for years, honestly. They have, and they finally
0: did. To, like, if anybody follows Dodge stuff, it's to no surprise. They threw the same Hellcat engine into everything. <laughs> <laughs> and they dumped it into this truck, and they got it off-roading, and it looks pretty epic, man. <laughs> I am actually really impressed with it.
1: Yeah, I remember when they first teased the truck and stuff. It was it looked fucking beautiful, honestly. So uh, I haven't seen the finished product, uh, product like the finished product, honestly, till now when you show me your screen. Oh, I'm dude, producing. the first tease looked more beautiful than that.
0: I mean, the concept cars always have this extra charm to them. You I know, know they do. And then we get it, and we're like, there's. It's always a little bit. Yeah oh, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it still looks nice though, honestly
0: no it does um factory 35 inch tires
1: Ooh, nice nice
0: so this is finally the response to the raptor and that's a pretty good response if you ask me
1: yeah so i'm looking as i'm looking at it it's a crew cab with a short bed Ooh, full, looks really uh, nice full
0: hood vents and everything it actually it looks really aggressive i love the way it looks yeah and uh, they have one of their promotional pictures of the thing basically three quarters into the water. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a pretty good flex.
1: No snorkel? Uh,
0: not that I see. Unless, you know, I'm sure they have to have their intake up somewhere, no, yeah, you definitely. know I mean? But uh, it's not like a whole visible snorkel coming out of it, you know? So, no, this, this seems like they actually put a lot of thought into it to make it functional. They didn't just throw a big motor into a, a lifted truck and call it, you know? Yeah. So, if they really put the development into it, this is going to be a nice one.
1: Oh, it definitely is. I think uh, Dodge or just Ram trucks were rated best trucks of the year for 2020. So, this is going to be interesting as well to see how this is going to come into play. Yeah. And if it will keep up with with the, the popularity, honestly.
0: These companies can build amazing vehicles, but the popularity at the end, it's what's going to make or break it. Yes. So, I mean... This truck is a badass truck. It's actually rated in for a 12.9 second quarter mile.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> for a truck, damn. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. It's faster and sparky. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> With this 14s. <laughs> and it's, Oh, wait, that, that's because of the intake. And it keeps a
0: tow rating of like 8,000 pounds. Obviously, people who buy them aren't really towing. We're, you know, it's not a tow rig. Wait,
1: it's, like towing capacity? Uh-huh. That's 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 garbage. Well, if you kind
0: of look at um, if you kind of look at a lot of these off-road production-built trucks, their tow rating is not really high, even with big motors, and that has to do with a lot of uh, how the design is on the car, like overall their lift height and everything like that. Yeah. So they're kind of built for a different purpose. Because mm-hmm. yeah, even though it has this huge amount of horsepower, its tow rating is only eight thousand pounds. Or 8,100 pounds.
1: Okay. No, and I only say that because, I mean, 2014 is 2,500, and then a 2013, 1,500, the ones that I have, they're rated at like 11,000.
0: Yeah, but those are, uh, those are regular 1,500. Obviously, the 2,500, those are more work trucks. Yeah. They're designed and built to work. And, you know, no, yeah, to work, you want them to be able to tow more. So that's kind of where that stuff comes in, too. True, true. So I mean, but for this one being what it is, and still having an eight thousand pound towing capacity is really good it um I mean at best the wrapper raptor by a hundred pounds but
1: <laughs> eh.
0: i like I said, it's not so much the the horsepower and torque it's it's the design of the truck
1: okay, and then what are we looking at price point
0: so price point this is coming in at a just a hair over uh seventy thousand
1: sounds about right actually i can see it
0: yeah but that's starting base price yeah full options included they're going up to about ninety thousand.
1: yeah i can see it you can see it. <laughs> i can see it honestly
0: um maybe you know more than i do i don't really know with dodge how the dealers are about dealer markup I'm... i honestly i would not know okay because i know with ford They're shameless. (laughs) (laughs) They have huge dealer markup and they don't care.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, a lot of the Dodge vehicles we have, we bought them used. Okay. Either from private seller or used dealership. So, for dealer markup for new, brand new, I would not know personally, honestly.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if Dodge does a big dealer markup. I never really looked into it. But uh, if they do, then I'm sure they're going to probably
1: mark it up about the same that Ford does. It's going to be interesting because just base price already, that's already higher than a base price for a Raptor, correct?
0: Yes, uh, they actually do come in more expensive than the Raptors.
1: So, again, like how you said, it's going to make it or break it, honestly. So, we'll have to see how this works out with their price point and depending on their dealer markup as well.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, definitely dealer markup can make a huge difference on it because even Mm -hmm. though they're more expensive as an MSRP price, if the dealers aren't as greedy as Ford is... It's gonna make it really competitive in pricing.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, when the demon came out, it was it was gonna be at like eighty thousand. They said, but when you see my dealers, they were already over a hundred thousand.
0: So yeah, I mean, that might be the the make or break. But again, if they market it correctly, then they can build a hype of customers that'll pay regardless. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are competing against Ford, and Ford over the last couple of years have just been dominating with marketing they have honestly they've been doing whoever does their marketing is i'm sure they're getting paid very hefty because they're doing a great (laughs) job (laughs) they got to somehow combat ford's marketing in order to sell this truck yeah and that's going to be their biggest challenge for sure but uh yeah that's that's another one i'm excited to start seeing on the road that's going to be fun
1: yeah i'll probably invest in that maybe (laughs) go back to the ram truck life (laughs)
0: Oh no! <laughs> I don't
1: think that's gonna ever happen i don't I, I can't afford that honestly
0: <laughs> but all right manny um, so I wrote this up on the board for our next topic is uh we went to Tenoshi nights this last Saturday
1: ah uh, yes,
0: so uh if you guys all remember from episode five i believe
1: i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna assume it's episode five
0: i'm I'm saying it's five it's already out there. <laughs> We had uh, John and Oh, you're on the spot, actually. I'm good. Sure you are. We just haven't had very many episodes. (laughs) (laughs) But we had uh, John and Ollie on to talk about their event they host every third Saturday.
1: Every third Saturday of the month.
0: Called Tenoshi Nights. And that is is our people. It is a anime and car um, meet that we do at night. What do you mean, our people? It's our people. What What do you mean, you people?
1: What do you mean, our people? It's our people.
0: These are our listeners that Communist. don't listen. <laughs> These are our, our future listeners that don't listen yet. <laughs> but um, they do it uh, every third Saturday. And um, in a sadder sense of this story is that this will be our little good or it was our little goodbye to uh, our buddy John.
1: Yes, John will be joining the army. So he's leaving at the end of this month.
0: Yes. So this was kind of a nice homage to send him off. I actually didn't see him. <laughs> you didn't see him. No, I saw his truck, and every time I walked around, I didn't see him.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Um, same with uh, with Leo. I didn't see Leo, and I saw his car there.
1: Oh, they came late as hell though.
0: But I saw his car. True. true. Yeah. No, there was a couple. There was a couple cars I recognized. You know, as car people, we don't see people, we see the cars. Yes. <laughs> So I recognized all the cars, but I didn't get to see everybody there.
1: Or like how I recognized our buddy Sergio just by looking at his back.
0: I mean, that might be related to something else that you guys need to keep private. All right, boy. All right. (laughs) He's going to complain to me about that shit, watch. But um, no, I mean, I wanted to talk about it not just because of you know John's homage, but it was actually nice to see how big it got. Yes. Like,
1: all for the full support and everything, just to send off John and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, it was great to see everybody. Like, it made me feel like uh, the high high point days of Sugoi Saturday. Yes, it it really felt like that. There was that many people there and a good amount of vendors everywhere. And
1: I do have one big concern. What's that? Uh, this was a meet like to pay homage to John for leaving to the army, but after this point, I did talk to Ali. And I did ask him like what his plans are for future events for Tanoshi.
0: To continue it on yes, or if this was he the end? Yes, he does
1: plan to continue it on. Great. But my concern is, will he get the same level of attention without John?
0: Ah, I see.
1: That's my biggest concern because I love Tanoshi Nights. Tenoshi Nights is a really fun event for me. Uh, one of the very few events, honestly, now. As over the years, we've seen that certain events, certain anime car meets have come up but they've died, and they've died and they've become good ones too but they yeah. just end up dying away
0: yeah I, I would definitely be disappointed to see this one go away i don't really like going to many like nighttime parking lot meets there's very few that are actually really nice yes and this is one of my actual favorites like i actually love going to this one definitely so yeah i would hate to see it die out i mean i will do what i can to you know help him promote it and I want to. I'm gonna keep going. I love going. You know. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, I had, I did have a quite a good talk with Ali. So I told him straight up, saying, like, "Dude, if you need help promoting it, even though we don't have that much followers on." I, like, I got like two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I told him, like, we'll try our best to help you promoting and stuff because we don't want to see this event die down. Honestly. Yeah. Only just because John left.
0: Definitely, definitely. So I'd like to see it continue on. mm Hmm. And, um, I mean, it's it's a great event. We had the DJ going on all night. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, we had... It did, die, it did die for a bit. I think the generator died for a bit. Yeah, they went to go get gas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the gas station's right there. I know. I know. <laughs> but, um, no, they had a good... Man, they had at
1: least 10 vendors. Yes.
0: If not more.
1: And more vendors kept showing up later on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw some tables pop up and then disappear and then pop up again. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: I did buy some stickers.
0: Yes, so did I. I didn't think I was going (laughs) to buy
1: stickers ever again, honestly. No? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to dive back into that hellhole of sticker game. (laughs) That is an expensive hobby.
0: Well, the way you did it, yes. (laughs) Uh, No regrets. All right, all right. But yeah, they had a great amount of vendors. Um, uh, Frank from Vinyl Lab showed up
1: final labs in socal signcraft
0: yep and then uh Kauai motorsports Kawhi motorsports they Kauai were motorsports. there
1: Devin did show up as well oh did he Shoot. yes okay And he another was, one I didn't he was see selling either. too
0: oh yeah i guess because uh i did like one quick lap through the vendors bought some stuff and then i saw more come up and come down but mm-hmm. i didn't go back and like check more out yeah
1: and then uh joel applesauce
0: i i didn't see her either
1: but you know <laughs> she is right yeah i know she is yeah yeah she's has a big the, supersonico uh, fan so me when I yeah around, she has the
0: awesome little miata
1: yes i think she actually took off the rap though oh did she yeah so sad days on that part boo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every time we always like meet each other at the meets and stuff we always just talk about supersonico and stuff
0: <laughs> got it got it got it
1: yeah then uh, who are the also the notable vendors we saw
0: um kino
1: kino oh yeah kino yes definitely
0: she's she's Always out at like uh, otaku thursday, she's always out at the uh oh, they renamed it Cerritos.
1: I don't know the name,
0: shit boxes and anime or donuts or something, shit box sundays, shit box something, shit box. Shout something, out to something, ra- something, rainbow donuts
1: and cerrito <laughs> One of those, but yeah, she's I know she's Leo's gonna she me on that part too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did she I know she showed up at Sugoi Saturday too but like we haven't seen Sugoi's Saturday uh mm-hmm. with this whole covid situation too that so, and they
0: had the uh the issues going on with um with somebody causing issues right cuz oh, then they start doing like reserve tables indoor only and, yeah
1: they got reported by someone who was banned yeah they, it, that that's my opinion i'm not trying to say that it's an official statement that's my opinion of what the situation went down.
0: Well, the basically, there was some kind of drama that kind of messed up that event for everybody. Yes, it did. Because that was kind of like the flagship anime car meet to go to. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? That was like the the main flagship one. And, and the other ones were just like... Uh, well, they were still great, obviously. They were still great, but they were just smaller. They weren't as big as that, you know? Definitely. That's why I say it's kind of like... Tenoshi this past Saturday was like going to Sugoi Saturday in its heyday, you know?
1: Yes, I can agree on that, honestly.
0: It sucks that that happened when, you know, people screw up the meat for everybody.
1: Either way, I'm, I'll still keep my patience, and I'm still going to be eager for when Sugoi Saturday returns.
0: Yeah, me too, definitely. I'm sure it will eventually, but uh, obviously with the COVID stuff, it might, it's probably going to take a little longer. Yeah, definitely. But we do have Tonoshi Nights, and... um everybody it was mask required and social distancing everybody stayed safe i don't think i really seen anybody kind of being a jerk about it or nothing like that
1: without a mask
0: like yeah without a mask or even just like making a deal about it yeah everybody was, I, everybody was
1: pretty much respectful so
0: yeah and that's what's great everybody stayed respectful i don't even think for how many cars was there i didn't really hear anybody like revving or trying to like get dumb either
1: no, no one actually.
0: And I think I was there.
1: Actually, no. When I first showed up, there was a Mustang that showed up, and uh-huh. he was revving it. And he was saw it you? It. No, I I came with a Toyota pickup. <laughs> I know. It was a New Edge. Okay. And I guess he started revving it. And I guess he found out that it was a different crowd, so he left right on the spot. <laughs> it wasn't his uh, environment, honestly. Boo, nerd. Well, actually, no. It was the environment because there was crowds. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the only thing i can think of uh, that actually happened that night
0: yeah but i mean normally it's usually when uh, everybody's leaving Mm -hmm. on their way out everybody acts dumb you know what i mean yeah and no it wasn't too bad everybody stayed really chill that was great to see yes i'm i mean i'm gonna do what i can to hopefully make sure it continues happening we'll help them out however we could
1: yeah no definitely i definitely want to help out ollie honestly he's a good good guy and the the meats that they produce are really good honestly
0: definitely 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 but all right manny let's uh let's move us up into the next one
1: okay so we talked about this last week uh we were interested on seeing if any of you guys can give us some obscure anime some hidden gems some forgottens in the abyss uh recommendations so we can actually watch it for this whole week and then give our review for the next podcast episode
0: Absolutely, and uh, before we started recording, we actually went through you guys' responses, and uh, we kind of fine-tuned them, fine-tuned to what we've already seen because some of them we have already seen from the responses,
1: and some of them were kind of mainstream, so we didn't bother with those ones, honestly. Yeah, and because the point is to find like hidden gems, honestly.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So there was a couple that, uh, I think a good three of them. I don't think I've ever actually seen or heard of. Mm -hmm. and one of them i watched the very first episode laughed my ass off but for whatever reason i didn't watch the rest
1: (laughs) (laughs) which i think we should we should do it honestly
0: yeah so what we did is we took a top four and we put them up on a separate whiteboard out here in the studio and we're gonna try to tackle these i think we could probably do them within a within in between episodes right
1: yeah yeah we can
0: so I think we'll have we'll watch them this week and next week kind of come in and uh and do a review and talk about it and if you guys like it or have seen it or haven't seen it it might be a
1: good one for you guys to check out. Yeah. And so on our list we do have ghost stories.
0: Yes, yes. That's the one uh I I remember watching one episode of and it was hilarious. <laughs> what
1: was the hilarious part?
0: Oh there was so many parts, man, but I guess what makes this one unique and maybe Manny can explain it better but apparently it was like a they they got we'll, we'll a double we'll get to that license. when we actually
1: we'll, we'll get that too, when we actually review it
0: yeah but it it's great so we'll we'll get to it when uh next week when we finish watching the entire thing yeah
1: and another one that was recommended would be classroom crisis
0: yes that one i had never heard of
1: i've only seen it on Natasha, so that's all i can think of where i where I can get memory from oh, it. Oh,
0: like somebody actually has a Natasha from yes. it. Yes. Okay. I just recognized that little CC logo that looked like two co- copyright things. Yeah. I remember seeing that logo, so I think I've passed by it like on my uh, on my Crunchyroll or something. hmm But I haven't watched it, so.
1: And another one that we were recommended was Cross Ang or Angé. Uh, I don't know how you're going to pronounce it, honestly. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives, when I looked at the pictures of it, it kind of gave me like a Infinite Stratos vibe to it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've seen Infinite Stratos. Like, that girls with good. mecha
1: suits and, like, the sold boy that can actually use it and everything. I okay. think. Uh, so, we'll have to see when we actually watch it as well. Yep. And the fourth one would be Onagai Teacher.
0: Yeah. Uh, that one, too, I think I've maybe seen a thumbnail for it, like, on Crunchyroll or something, too. Yeah. But I haven't seen that one. So yeah, I'm... it
1: definitely looks like it's, like, a early 2000s animation-style, art-style anime. So a lot of those were actually really good so i'll be interested in watching that one as well
0: yeah i didn't recognize a lot of like the uh titles in japanese like that so i always google them to recognize the thumbnail I'm yeah vi- i'm visual <laughs> <laughs> you're not a weeb then eh, whatever i'm visual for that <laughs>
1: one of us one of us <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah i think this might be a fun one so we'll see we'll see how it goes and um Like with anything we try new, you know, every podcast we try to get a little bit better, a little bit different. If you guys like things, don't like things, email us, DM us. So when we do this review next week, um, let us know how it is. If you guys like it or should we kick it and just stick to what we've been doing? For sure. Yeah, we'll we'll, we're going to do it from a chronological order from the way we announced it. So we're going to start off with ghost stories.
1: I'm going to enjoy this one, honestly.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll start off with this one, and we'll like we'll talk about it and do a review next week. But uh, with that, let's let's move on now.
1: Okay. So now we got are gonna go into our personal projects.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So you've been showing me pictures all week of different parts all over the place. So <laughs> what I, the, what the hell are you doing? I, I,
1: <laughs> I I'm just trying to make this Toyota pickup as good as I want it to be to be the daily. Okay. I want to be able to ride, like, comfortable and enjoy it, honestly.
0: So you got suspension? No. So you got tires?
1: No. Hmm. So you got AC? That's in the works. Okay. Okay, that's one. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, for the past week, I have gotten front and rear shocks because the ones on them are completely blown. Suspension. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you could consider <laughs> suspension. I never considered, honestly.
0: Okay. I was waiting for you to say like uh, LEDs or, you know what I mean, little accessories so I could be like, how's that making it
1: comfortable? But you got suspension. All right. Yeah. Uh, what else did I get? Oh, I want to... I did buy some spark plugs just like...
0: Well, yeah. It, it, if you buy a car that old, you definitely want to do a full tune-up mm-hmm. and benchmark your calendar for your maintenance.
1: Yes. Uh, so, front and rear shocks, uh, spark plugs... Distributor cap. I'm going to contact the dealer to see if they possibly have the uh, spark plug wires for the distributor. Okay. But I, I'm going to try to see because it's an old car, so who knows if they're discontinued. I mean, you can but, always make them. Well, I've always seen, especially for Toyotas, that getting them from the dealer are much more better in quality Okay. than just auto parts stores. Yeah. So that's that's my first try right now. Got it. Uh, besides that, uh, I did buy new taillights, some really nice looking ones. Okay. Got new headlight housings uh, to put LEDs into it. An NRG hub, NRG quick release, and an NRG uh, steering wheel. Cool. All right. Yeah, so I'm doing that in the works. Uh, what else did I get? Oh, a new battery. All right. <laughs> uh, when Did it die? Or? The battery was really small. It was not the battery compatible for the truck at all. Okay. Yeah, so when I asked, it's like... Because it's like, it has the full slot for the space for the whole battery. Uh-huh. And the battery and the battery, the the current battery it had was like less than half that size. Oh, wow. Was it the same amount of cold cranking apps or anything, though? It was... I don't know, honestly. I just knew it was too small. And I think I did say the part number to like the auto zone clerk and it's like oh shit this is not the battery for this truck
0: Uh, i I mean i guess just coming from a junkyard building and really old trucks or cars yeah i know that i used to just
1: or maybe they just wanted to cheap out on a battery
0: that's what i mean i used to just cheap out on them a little bit and uh, like my old cars i would go okay i need this amount of cold cranking amps and i'd go to pick apart and they're like 35 bucks and i just make sure i have The set amount of cold cranking amps I need and everything, and I just put in any old battery in there.
1: Yeah. So I did buy a new battery, uh, the one appropriate for the truck, so should be doing good. I am going to change out the intake. The intake looks like it's old, and it's not even for the truck at all.
0: Yeah, the couplers looked a little bit uh, rough. Yeah. Like they they were forced on there.
1: Yeah, and also I don't think it's breathing properly.
0: Well, that's what I mean. It looked like a... forced on there and like the kinks in there wasn't smooth you can see like it was it was bad there i'm sure there's an intake leak on it yeah i'm sure it's sucking in air from from past the the cone you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah so it's not really breathing properly but it still runs good so no yeah. issues on that part uh i am gonna look up with scott i already actually talked to him scott our sponsor tft performante about picking up oil uh so a good high zinc level is gonna be good for the old engine and everything
0: oh yeah that, it'll it do wonders for it yeah yeah
1: definitely and then our buddy leo that we had on our previous episodes uh he mr t- bitches <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he's a meme now well he's always been a meme honestly uh so he has a older celica and we were talking about this whole ac situation so with since his celica has the same motor as mine He was actually already giving me like what like routes I can do for my motor and my car and the truck and everything. Yeah. So since the truck is old, the motor is old, discontinued parts. So he did show me a few websites and a few retail stores that actually look up AC compressors. Okay, cool. So uh, AC compressor to buy one is in the works and then get the free on with his connections because I guess he can actually get that stuff that I need. It's because I guess the AC compressors for these old Toyotas require a specific type of Freon.
0: Yeah, you need your EPA certification for yes.
1: that. So he has that, and so he says he's able to get me that for me and everything, too.
0: Okay. If he lags, I can get it for you. I have my EPA certification. Oh, that is true. Forgot about that. I do work... Well, not really anymore, but... <laughs> 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 my trade does involve air conditioning, and I used to require it, and
1: yeah. I still have it. Definitely, definitely. But... That's pretty much it right now. I mean, I still have more stuff that I'm already going to buy probably within the next week, honestly, just to like make it look good. And I am do plan on repainting it, honestly, as well.
0: Okay, cool. What color?
1: Um, I was thinking about maybe like a bright silver, if not like a kind of thinking like a blue.
0: So are you talking about uh, choosing your own color or going to a factory, previous factory color or something?
1: No, choose my own color.
0: Okay, cool. It's yeah. even better.
1: Yeah, I I'm probably gonna hit up someone that I know that does car paint, so I'm gonna see what he's what he can do for me. All right, sweet. Yeah, and if not, I'll see what my options are as well. Well, you are definitely moving on it, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: It, it's crazy when you're in an older car where the mods are cheaper. It's it's a lot more encouraging, isn't it? It is, honestly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause a lot had- of people were telling me to get like Momo steering wheels and shit, and. Uh, what were the other ones uh, Sparko. Yeah. And stuff was like it's like I mean they're really good quality products and stuff and meant more for racing but like it's just a small pickup truck. I mean I'm not going to do crazy stuff with it and I
0: Yeah, I I mean it's your daily, it's something you've wanted to cruise around for a long yeah. time. I'd say NRG probably should be fine for it and at least with NRG you have a multitude of styling options so you can kind of get it to look the way you want. Oh,
1: definitely. Definitely. When I saw that, when I filtered just for straight products of energy, it was like, I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the only, the and then the sizes, I also had to make sure I had to check on the sizes and stuff, mm-hmm. the diameters for the steer wheel. So I kind of went a little bit bigger than the current steer wheel that I have on You it.
0: didn't go low, right, or little? No, fuck with no. With the little chain? Fuck no. <laughs> you know how bad that would be, especially with no power steering?
1: Do you even turn, bro? <laughs> nah fuck that shit every time I see those uh, little steering wheels it reminds me of Cheech and Chong movies yeah
0: that's exactly what I'm thinking about too <laughs>
1: but yeah that's pretty much it i uh, got more stuff in the works I just have to purchase them
0: awesome man well you're definitely moving on this one yeah especially like compared to the Mustang and the, the El Camino and cause I know the El Camino isn't the cheapest thing to mod it's it is not heck, yeah The Mustang, it's a decent price, but it's not cheap to mod either. It isn't, honestly. But yeah, so this one, you're able to just toss everything at (laughs) it. I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting, man. Heck yeah. Well, install party soon,
1: right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to get all the parts that I have currently already pending Uh all lumped up together, and I'm going to do a full just install. Just do it all in one shot, honestly. All right but for the shocks that's gonna be priority at the moment
0: okay make sure you're not bouncing around yes are you gonna do the springs as well
1: I'm gonna look into that honestly okay the leaf springs I'm gonna have to look into them see how they're doing
0: are yeah have you checked them are they uh, are they staggered or anything yet are they sagging or
1: I'm gonna check them once I actually change the rear shocks okay just to see how they are and from where I have to go after that
0: got it that's actually uh on my list to do for the for the F one fifty. My leaf springs are staggered. <laughs> 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 they are literally staggered back and forth and that rear end does not feel very nice. <laughs> so I'm actually uh that's on my list to get done now. Okay. Yeah. But nice. um I guess moving on to to my side of things, I can now do it. <laughs> I have time now to do it. What do you mean? When we bought the house and I needed a truck because we were doing all kinds of housing projects with the backyard, with plumbing repairs, with, you know, the canopies going up, the the carport going up, buying furniture. Just we've been doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So we sold my wife's Camry and I started my truck life and we bought that Mm F-150. Obviously, we sold my wife's Camry to just do a straight trade over. She dailies that truck.
1: (laughs) Is she liking it, though?
0: Uh, You know, she actually adapted to it pretty quick. One day I walked outside because I thought she was uh, backing right into the garage door. And, you know, it's a 2006. It doesn't have a backup camera or none of that. But, no, she actually backs that truck into the driveway and gets within a couple inches of the garage door every single time like a boss. (laughs) Hey, nice. And, you know, the truck's not, you know, it's not factory height has big fat tires on it you know she has to climb out of that thing she's like five foot tall <laughs> <laughs> and no she just you know she hops out of that giant truck and yeah she parks it like a boss man she did really well
1: nice nice
0: but she decided to go a different direction with her job and go to a different office okay so instead of like you know she, currently she commutes like four minutes from the house <laughs> yeah It's not a commute. She just literally drives basically to the main street where the businesses are, and Mm -hmm. she's there. Uh, Now, she's actually going to be doing like a 40-minute commute, but she's getting like a couple dollar pay raise and benefits and actually paid like holidays.
1: Oh, that's nice. Nice. Yeah, and she feels she'll be happier.
0: Yeah, with the truck, it's bigger. It wastes a ton of gas, and she doesn't feel super, super comfortable in an older car, Mm -hmm. which... You know, I get, I kind of sold her 2012 and I put her in 06. You know what I mean? Um, I did, I was building the 2005 Mustang GT for her. Yes. She doesn't want it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I I spent a lot of money on my hobbies. So happy wife, happy life. So we went out car shopping this past weekend. Nice. Yes. So I tried to take our own advice <laughs> and I went shopping through Hertz. How'd that go? Um, it went pretty well, but uh, she kind of wanted what she wanted. You know what I mean? She kind of had a criteria of what she wanted, and I showed her stuff within that criteria. She, you know, I told her about the Hertz thing. She's like, "Oh well, if it's a really good deal, let's go check them out." And the ones that were like really good deals that she wanted to stay under a price range of, she wanted uh, more amenities and features. Yeah. So we were looking at like, I guess on our low end side, they had the Velosters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the little Velosters, they would have been a great little commuter, but they had them for like really cheap dude, like 16 grand. Shit, 2019s and I think around 30,000 miles. 16 grand?
1: That's not that bad actually.
0: No, I was, and they're they're listed like $4,000 under Kelly Blue Book. Okay. So, I was kind of like these are great deals, but she's cuz she wanted a hatchback. As I showed her, she's like, well, how big is it? We saw one on the road, and I kind of showed her, well, look, this is the car right here. This is about how big it is and everything. And she's like, no, it needs to be bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And then I showed her something bigger, and then she's like, okay, well, how much power does it have compared to the Camry? Because now she wanted something a little bit more sporty, a little bit more power. Okay. And I was like, well, this is bigger than the Veloster, but it's... Probably about the same as the Camry, if not slower, because these are. I was I was showing her crossovers. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So you know, we shifted again, and uh, we ended up landing on the weirdest fucking car ever, <laughs> <laughs> which is we ended up buying a 2019 Buick Regal Tour X. The wagon. The wagon.
1: Oh, those are actually pretty nice. You know,
0: I'd never seen one in person. I remember when they kind of came out with them.
1: I've only seen them once on a commercial. That's it.
0: Yeah, I remember when they came out with them, and I kind of never really looked into it because I wasn't in the market for a car or anything, and I was kind of like, whatever about it.
1: <laughs> the commercials remind me of those, like, that's not a Buick. That's what she <laughs> said. That's what I told her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: actually found this one. It was literally the only one for sale in Southern California. Really? Yeah. There was only one other one in San Francisco and one in Arizona. Is it like limited production? Yes. I think for 2019, they only sold about 1500 in the US. Like, that's it. Damn. It's actually based upon the Opel.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, you know, uh, 2017, uh, the German company, Frank 6 something, mm-hmm. drawing a blank on it, but they bought Opel from GM. Yeah. But they still have those ties. So they rebranded it as Buick to sell it in the U.S. But it's technically a German-engineered, German-made, uh, or I think it's built in the U.K. actually. But it, it's basically a German car sold under the Buick. Brand well, now. Since
1: it's a Buick, are you going to do hydraulics on it? No.
0: God damn it, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make it bounce. But uh, what's
0: nice is that... So you're not going to make of, it bounce? No, I'm not going to make it bounce. Why not? It's all-wheel drive it's
1: supposed to be like off-roady make a bounce no <laughs> <laughs> then you can actually get that small chain steering wheel too <laughs> all right maybe for the small chain steering wheel
0: <laughs> um but yeah this one ended up having everything that she wanted it had it was bigger obviously a wagon is like a hatchback since it, they built it to compete with like the subaru outback and like the Golf all-track mm-hmm. it's all-wheel drive four-cylinder turbo it's putting down 290 pounds of torque and 250 horsepower
1: oh that's nice yeah
0: and all of them are standard all-wheel drive so the thing actually kicks pretty nice nice, nice. so she's all zipping around now and <laughs> <laughs> zippity zip zip so she has she has what she wants um and the best part about it for me at least is besides it You know, it's kind of unique in that sense because, like, my first car that I really modded was an actually a Caprice wagon. Uh Uh-huh. The Caprice Classic wagon with the LT1 in it. Yeah. And that was the first engine I ever rebuilt, the first, like, mods I ever done to a car, you know what I mean? Like, so this is, like, to me, it almost feels like uh, an homage to that because the Caprice wagon was also basically the same as the Buick Roadmaster. So now it's, like, another wagon coming back. So I was kind of like, oh, this is pretty cool, like... It's different, definitely different, and nice. there's not too many of them made, so it's definitely unique. And um, it shares the same motor as the Camaro. Oh, okay. So there's tons of mods and tunes I was already kind of looking at, and I was like, telling her, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna mod your car." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you heard it, fo- you heard it, folks. First mod's gonna be hydraulics. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but obviously, with any car deal, the the biggest factor was price how'd that work out it worked out great <laughs> <laughs> so the car with the options like we got for it is uh msrp'd at about thirty four thousand oh, dollars. okay and um since this car is a 2019 it's been it had a birthday there
1: oh so no owners at all
0: no owners at all this is brand new shit i, I know see. we went from looking at used to looking at brand new but like i said it if it's going to make the wife comfortable and happy then that's what i'm going to go for you know
1: oh shit nice okay, okay. so it
0: brand new it only had like uh 60 miles on
1: it i still consider that 0 miles since there's no test drive miles basically yeah.
0: and since it had a birthday there i kind of went in and i i was like hey this is the car i want to take a look at and um i see that it's been here for a long freaking time <laughs> yeah so i went in there with um basically i went in there with the intention to buy obviously but I told them this is what I want it for this is where I want this is all i'm gonna put down, and you guys are gonna make it happen you know and um, we kind of went back and forth a little bit and I was able to get it out the door at twenty three nine
1: what was the price listed on it
0: thirty four is the m s r p price
1: oh dude, god damn,
0: they had a birthday there dude i and you know they were really redu- reluctant at first, but like uh you know, they after they ran the credit and we you know we told them we had the cash right now and it's had a birthday there, they had it discounted like a little bit and just kind of do we spent like four hours there. It sucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's that's pretty much how dealerships are. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that sucked. But we were able to come to a a really great deal and I got out of it with 239. Nice, nice. So I am ecstatic about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome, dude. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing I'm not happy about is the color. Because it's white, and it just looks like, you know, Buicks are grandma, a uh, grandma brand as it is.
1: That's not a Buick.
0: It's a Buick. It, with the white, it looks like a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think it'd be really nice maybe to wrap it or something. And, and I think it'll look really good. Because uh, if you look at some of the GS models or the Opels in Germany... The Opels look nice. They do. So I'll, I'm thinking I might try to see if I can make it look a little bit more like the Opel. So I, it almost is like my halfway Euro car. <laughs> <laughs> it's full, halfway there. Okay. But yeah, so um, got that for her, and unfortunately, it might it took a little chunk out of the fun money for the for the race car. But I got to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> But with that, Manny, let's call this an episode. Why don't you uh, close us out here?
1: Definitely, definitely. I mean, you can always find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, so you can check out merch, stickers, and his t-shirts and stuff. I think we might start doing stuff later on uh, soon, I'm guessing, no?
0: Yes, so because of COVID and stuff, I've been having an ordeal trying to get the uh, the bank account up to so we can connect it to the website. But I finally got the DBA from the um from the county clerk Mm, okay so it's official i can i can finally start making an appointment to get to the bank now (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, and so that website is unacceptedpod.com
0: yes definitely and be sure to like subscribe follow um leave us a review anywhere you're listening to your podcast at and if you have any questions you want to send an unaccepted rev or want to send us a death threat you can send us an email at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com And with that, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Boy, boy.